We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Presented by Under Armour. Welcome to Light Years. Andy Lou, finally, the Warriors are back. Did that not feel like the longest week with no Warrior games? It felt, maybe it's because, uh, you know, Super Bowl, hangover, nothing else has started. And it's just no. like, and, and they were playing good ball right before the break. Like, if they were playing like they were playing November, I'd be like, take two weeks off. I don't need, I don't need this. But, but playing well, and they come back, and I feel like the story of the game is left off right where they, yes. where they ended. Was that nine of eleven? Now, really look like they're locking into an identity. One twenty-eight, one ten win over the Lakers without LeBron James. Um, they're fun to watch right now. I don't know how yes. else. Like, we, get, we get debate the upside that they look. They look like a team I want to watch every game they play. All right. That's the perfect way to uh, to to start this show because that is the Warriors right now. And I don't know the last time I felt this way about the Warriors consistently now for <laughs> over a week, two weeks, three weeks. It the Warriors 20, have been fun to watch. 2022, right? Yeah, seriously. It might be since <laughs> May of 2022. I mean, we title the damn pod, man. The Warriors are fun to watch again. Like – Okay, we could sit all sit here and discuss for 45 minutes whether they can win the championship, but we've done that. Uh, you're right, though. It is fun watching right now. Wiggins, he's back. Clay's diamond up. Trace Jackson Davis. Draymond Green defensively is a show. Steph, 25 points in the first half, blah, blah, whatever. Typical, right? <laughs> Pajemski looks awesome. Kaminga's super controlled. It is just fun to watch them play basketball, regardless if they won by, I don't know, 5 or 20, which is what they did pretty cool and they got me locked in i want to see where this goes like you know to your point i think they might be a little too young probably don't have enough size all that stuff's true also true they've won nine of 11 they look like the warriors things are building this is the best ball wiggins has played in well over a year it's a good call out another strong game for him particularly to since draymond came back he remembered how to defend and he forgot for about a year just took a year yeah, off from defense. Great. Yeah. Great two-way game again from him. Mond, I mean, it goes without saying the dude just makes everything go for this team. Jokic had a perfect triple double tonight, but you're still not going to get me to say any player in the NBA is better than Steph Curry. 
just won't. <laughs> it's not going to happen. I, I I truly believe it. Um, but then just like on down the line, they finally know who they are, like role wise. Like Pods knows who he is. He does exactly his roles. Kuminga, rough first half, kind of struggled with Anthony Davis. That's going to happen. Anthony Davis is really good in the monster. I play him around the second half. Um, Trace Jackson Davis off the bench. Probably should be playing more. Uh, Clay Thompson embracing coming off the bench. I got Clay's energy. He didn't he didn't play particularly well, like shooting the ball tonight. But like, do you see him on the like? He was just a good teammate yes, up and down yes. the whole game. Uh, yes. And and they feel they feel like the Warriors. And and you know, that's enough. Let's see where it goes. Maybe maybe I shouldn't limit what their upside is. Maybe I shouldn't just put this put them in a box because you know what? Nine of eleven is nine of eleven. Well, you know, the strength and number stuff is is always. You know, we make fun of it, but it is always it always makes his team fun. It always yeah. makes his team exciting, right? Moses Moody tonight. Go down the list. There's like two more names, right? Moses Moody mm-hmm. played 20 minutes tonight, which it always makes me happy because um, we are all mo- big Moses Moody fans. I think especially the light years of goons. Um, so it's good to see him play a ton because GP2 was out tonight. Kenyon has played 14 solid minutes as usual. He's always solid. And so it's just, I don't know, even Looney, eight minutes tonight, had a plus minus. But it. It's just nice to see everyone contribute. It, it's felt like more often than not, um, you go out there and, oh, this guy sucks tonight, right? This guy shouldn't be playing. This guy, why is he playing more? Or, <laughs> you know, I, I, felt, I felt like we, me especially, all of us have been doing that for, for a year and a half. And, and it's, it's it boring. makes the game just hurt. It, it just, it just, it's not, it, it just makes it hard to say, you know, Sarge. We don't want to see Sarge. You know what I mean? I'm the I'm a proponent of that. But it's like it's hard to watch basketball like that as basketball fans. It's so much better to just enjoy watching um, um all these guys succeed. And they're all having fun. I think I think your point, can we go back to the clay stuff? Because I think all of that that speaks a lot about this team right now is that mm-hmm. uh, regardless if they're winning or losing, uh, if Clay's bought in on the vision, which seems like he is, uh, this team is gonna make it. I don't know how far, but they're gonna make it. They're gonna be good because he's bought in. Is it? It was like a like he came off the bench. He was happy with it. He couldn't hit a damn shot, but he also had five assists and was pretty instrumental in getting Trace Jackson Davis of all people going. Like yep. he did play a good game, even if his shot wasn't falling in general. It's just not like what you associate with Clay, but it kind of speaks to the broader point. Like bought into the team, just gonna contribute the way it is tonight it's not gonna be a night he's hitting shots tomorrow I hit eight threes for all i know right he will. but he's he's playing winning basketball instead of instead of hunting his shot instead of hunting game six clay you know like you could feel it with him a lot of the time where it's like he knows he's struggling no he's not selfish it, he just kind of like he's the type of guy who like if he the weight's on him. Like he wants to shoot even more to get out of the slump, which is normal, right? For someone who's that proud. Uh, and it feels like he's just letting it go and he's just playing the game a little more. And it's fun to see because it wasn't fun to watch Clay when he was really in his own head with his shot for a while. It's sad, right? It went from like, it went from, oh, sit him, sit him to, damn, I, I, can we not watch this anymore? Can we, can maybe, can he just sit for a week and think it over? I thought a pretty emblematic, um, of his um, mindset was he had a pretty open three, like relatively open three in the fourth quarter, and two guys jumped out at him, and he could have taken it. One for eight, he could have, but 
you know, he said, I'm going to go kick it to Trace Jackson Davis. And Trace Jackson TJD had a wide open dunk. And he's always been a decent pocket passer. It's nice yeah. to see him not, um, you know, not force it. You said never. it, not force it. You just just make the easy plays. This is less stressful. Never once seen a never once seen a shooter in the corner. Game. But pocket. No, pass, no, 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 no. Not not the not the drive. Not the not the not the Draymond. Not the Steph. Right. But or Pods. Honestly, Pods makes a great pass. Um, it's also less pressure when he's. When he's off the bench, right? It, it was nice to mm-hmm. see him go up against like Jackson Hayes and Max Christie and all these not as good players. And we'll, we'll see it uh, throughout the rest of the season is he's going to go up against these lesser bench units. And I don't know. He could do more stuff. It's better for him. Yeah, it, it's it's better for everyone. Um, we talk, we <laughs> yeah. kind of danced around Trace Jackson Davis, but like Steph's the story of the game because he's Steph Curry and because he yeah. <laughs> came out on fire. I feel like he's figured out Anthony Davis and the Lakers in general. Uh, oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, let, let's talk about that actually first. Okay. They've struggled with the Lakers because the Lakers are really good at what the Warriors are weak at, right? Like Anthony Davis is the big who can guard the perimeter and protect the rim at the same time. LeBron's obviously LeBron. Like they tend to overpower the Warriors. They didn't have LeBron tonight. That's not a small deal, of course. But what I've noticed with Steph the last couple times he played the Lakers, he goes straight at AD. He doesn't, he doesn't like hesitate attacking him. And he tries to get him in motion, going the other way and just relocate around him, get around, like attack him a little bit instead of like giving him too much respect in general. Mm. And I think that he's the best player on the floor. He shouldn't be afraid of anyone. So just do it. And and it does feel like the Warriors kind of got there during the playoff series last year, but they didn't have enough guys. They couldn't finish the job. But it's like, look, you're not going to like, intricately pass your way to a layup around Anthony Davis. The only way you're going to do it is you engage him you run, and then you kick to the guy who's, who's a little more open and then you move from there. Um, that's been kind of a market change of the way they've played against the Lakers relative to like the last couple of years where it feels like Anthony Davis is the best player in the NBA. Anytime he goes against the Warriors. Gosh, I love that take. Uh, now that you say that, that, that is, he has gotten better at kind of going, he did it the last game because this game mm-hmm. was less, Less Steph, you got to go to Less shoot. high stakes. Yeah. Right. The last game, but when you saw double overtime, he was going at the AD. One of his game-tying baskets was dribbling in the key, dribbling out, faking, and then getting back in the key, right? Just totally faking him out um, and then hit that super long three that should have won them the game. So that's interesting. I, I think I, I think one person that is that's important to understand is, is Kaminga. Mm-hmm. that dr- drive and kind of go at ad um coming did that a few times tonight the line doesn't look great five for 12 uh 12 points but i thought coming actually played really well uh because of what you're saying of attacking ad finding the right spots to attack ad look man he's probably the best big man defender in the entire nba but he's not gonna block every freaking shot he's not he's gonna get tired he played 33 minutes tonight. He's not going to be able to play elite defense and then score 30 points a game. He's got to, He's going to have to pick one. He's going to have to take possessions off. And I think we saw Kaminga go at AD a little bit, or at least at least try to get to the hole a yeah. little bit. And he drew a foul on him, right? He got that second foul on him at the end of the first quarter or first half, whichever one it was. And it was just 
I thought that's the one guy that this team you, – you say Steph, which is, of course, true, that can attack the hole and, and not give him super respect. But the other guy is Kaminga, where it's just, you know, he, he's going to he's gonna be the guy that can draw fouls in there, and he, he can't be afraid. And, of course, you look back to the last playoff series, Kaminga didn't Who play. didn't play. Yeah. <laughs> right. right. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah. so a bit of a difference there. And, and to, to, to tie that point together, um, Kaminga started really poor. Uh, he had a couple of those, yeah, a little hesitation going up for it. You know, AD gets to a ball that nine out of 10 centers don't get to. Uh, you could see Kuminga's like, oh, well, that worked against uh, Mason Plumley. Why is it not working tonight? You know, that sort of thing. Uh, it, and to your point, what I liked about it is he didn't stop because I feel like a lot of Anthony Davis's value is like, he blocks something freakish. Now it's in your head and you don't try it for four quarters. Right. right? right. Uh, and, and then he gets to rest because you're not trying it. Right. Like that's yeah. intimidation. You're like, oh, I can't take that shot. He's, he's going to block it. So next thing you know, he doesn't even have to defend that hard. He just kind of yeah. stand there and, and stare at you. Uh, and, and that's the other thing the Warriors kind of figured out, which is just like, I think it started with Steph, but Kuminga came along too, which is like, look, man, he's going to block some of them because he's that good. But he doesn't have the legs to contest us for 48 yeah. minutes. We're in better shape than him. Uh, wear him out. So, yeah, I, I think it, it kind of ties the overall point, which is like they gave the Lakers too much respect for too long. Like, yeah, those dudes can block some shots, but like you're not going to win a game if you're afraid to attack. Yeah. The uh, uh, Same with Wiggins. Same with Wiggins. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, I, I think no LeBron tonight, which is a huge deal. But I think that huge deal is more on defense for the Warriors is, is how they guard a LeBron offense versus LeBron on defense. LeBron on defense doesn't do anything anymore. Um, he doesn't even no. care. Uh, but, yeah, it's, it's more so on the other side. Um, thought the refs were good tonight. I mean, the comments are blowing up about the – I thought they were really good tonight. There was a couple bullshit foul calls for sure. But anytime you anytime you play a team with D'Angelo Russell, who apparently just is always going to kill the Warriors now, I, I don't – understand how that's i guess he just dislikes it's the, every per, game it's personal for him yeah it's personal so every game he's just gonna destroy them um even though the percentages didn't look great but i mean geez saying i i i just 10 seconds man i cannot stand d'angelo russell austin reeves and now spencer dinwiddie just trying to draw the stop and flop call 20 this times one, i one, cannot do one, it the the like it, dude you think steph is the you think steph is prime sh- Jack, the way they like touch him and bounce off of him. Bounce off. He's, like, right? Yeah. They do the thing where I- I've never tried this and I-, I-, I never will, but they, they get the first step you, on someone. You throw your back out if you try it now. Dude, I-, well, I can't dribble, so it's harder for me to do that. And, I- and I'm not going <laughs> by someone on the first step, so that's actually a big difference. But like he gets by someone, all three of these clowns, and then they stop as you're coming up against them. Then they fly five feet sideways. Like, ah. Uh, I can't. It's not basketball. Anyway, that, that's I hate it. I can't stand it. They really are just like the grifters. Grifters. It's fucking annoying. Um, and they're gonna get Trey Young. Don't add to it. Don't add to it. It's worse. <sighs> Sorry. Keep Honestly, I'm glad they're gonna get Trey Young because I want to hate the Lakers. <laughs> like I do. Like I don't want them to be likable. I want them to only acquire the stars that I'm like. Yeah, I'm glad you're a Laker. You you make it easy for me to tap into my high school hatred of the Lakers. Yeah. So, 
you know, like if they got um, who's a player I really like, uh, who's on the Warriors, if they got like Jokic, it'd be a little more problematic for me, just because like I, I, I like he's I don't find him hateable. Like I just, he's ridiculously good. I'm you know? with you. I'm with you. I prefer them just acquire the players I dislike, basically. Yes. Anyway, yes. Um, well, the Warriors vibes are great right now, but guess who's coming back? I think um, the only way it can work is if everybody uh, buys in, everybody um, accepts the fact that um, every night can be a little, a little different. So this is a brief snippet, but Chris Paul will be back in the next few days. Uh, and I mean, we got to talk about it a little bit. Like, are you concerned? Yes. Um, that just because, you know, whose minutes is it going to take? Is it going to... Is it going to change the flow? You know, keep going down the line of reasons. Like, Steve's not going to not play him. You know, is he going to play him too much, though? These are all like kind of questions I have right now. Oh, I'm concerned. Oh, I'm very <laughs> concerned. I'm extremely concerned, Samuel. Um, because not because whether he's good or not, because he's been good this season when he's been on the court. Mm-hmm. The concern is, is he going to play too much? What's the over under on minutes where it becomes concerning for Chris Paul? I think it's 22 and a half. I could go with that. I was going to say 20, <laughs> but I yeah. think, yeah, yeah, 23 is like the line of demarcation. He shouldn't right. play more than that. Yep. 22 yep. and a half. We'll go 22 and a half. That is <laughs> 22 and a half. He should not play more than 20 ish minutes if they're fully healthy, period. And yep. now, I will say we don't know how much Kerr would have truly played him uh, in the early season if Draymond didn't consistently sure. get himself suspended. Sure. Uh, but with Draymond playing this well, there's just not a lot of reason to be playing Chris Paul and Draymond all those minutes together. It it, it should be. I, I can. The spin is that the Chris Paul, Trace Jackson Davis, Sarich, Clay. And who's the other guy? Wiggins bench unit, pretty effing good, P- pretty effing good. Because now right. the offense is gonna flow pretty easy. Paul is gonna get Sarge better looks. Sarge has been struggling. He's gonna get him better looks. He's gonna get Clay all the great looks. Um, defensively, you get hold. Wiggins on cuts. Yeah, exactly. Ex- offensively, that lineup, man, it can score. Defensively, I have questions, but it's a bench unit. What, whatever, you can survive. Maybe you know 10, 10 minute ten of those minutes. Maybe maybe CP three can play with Steph a little bit. Then he takes the bench units all the way to the six minute mark. Right, that's t- that's ten minutes right there. So um, I imagine that. I hope that's the case. But I got a feeling. I got a feeling he's going to be closing some games in the place of Pajemski or uh, or Clay Thompson. So um, and if I see him closing for Kaminga, I will lose it. But you know, I'm in a good mood tonight, Sam. So I'm not even going to say that into the universe. It is, but I mean, it is a question coming up. Uh, in theory, he can only he should be able to help the team, but there's a lot of we'll see. You know, they shouldn't be playing him over some bigger players anyway. The Light Years Podcast is brought to you by Under Armour. Steph Curry makes you believe you can do everything and anything, and their Curry Elevens are specifically designed with ultimate bounce, grip, stability to allow everyone to do their thing. New generations of ball players are coming up and showing the basketball world that the old rules do not apply. The future is exciting, fast, positive, and hungry. This NBA season, rock with your favorite player and rep his shoes on off the court. 
The Curry 11s are perfect for both the committed and casual ballers. The UA Warp Tech makes the shoe feel like it was designed for your feet. Locked in no matter what you do on the court. Stopping your tracks with dual-density UA flow cushioning and traction. An emergency break. You don't even notice. Steph's 11th signature shoe steps into the second decade of a sneaker career. Pulling colorway inspiration from the wonders of a positive and modernized future on and off the court. Take these kicks with you when you leave the scrimmage and rep UA wherever you go. Do your thing. Change the game. The Curry 11 Future Curry. Available now at currybrand.com. This week's Light Years podcast brought to you by Game Time. Game Time. The fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. You know, I think I'm going to go to the Hornets game tomorrow. Uh, you know, Friday night. I'm doing a post game. There's really no better way. You heard Grant Williams is in town. You're like, I got to be there. <laughs> 4 0 in the Grant Williams era. Oh, I, I, I want to see Grant <laughs> Williams. I want to see, um, I can't even name another guy on the team. Uh, Miles Bridges, I guess, is having a good year. <laughs> so, here, here's what you can do. Here's what you can do. With killer last minute deals, all in prices, views from your seat, and their best price guarantee, Game Time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. Game Time, the only ticketing app that gives you complete peace of mind with your purchase. Buy tickets in seconds with two taps. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the start of the event and even an hour after it starts. It's the place to find last minute tickets. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, use code LightYears for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code L I G H T Y E A R S for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. You know, we weren't going to not talk about this. So, uh, here we go. ESPN today, the great Baxter Holmes put an article about the Warriors' dynasty at a crossroads. Honestly, it's a more about like Joe Lacob, Steve Kerr, and Steph Curry than anything. Uh, we got to talk about it a little bit. I would urge everyone, if you haven't read it, to read it. I would say majority of the article isn't new info. It's just a lot of – it's like Joe Lacob kind of admitting to a lot of it. You know what I mean? Like there was Lacob quotes in there that were just honest but kind of – I don't know. I, let, let's start here. Like it's him acknowledging that, you know, I'll read one of these quotes. He goes, there's some truth in that. There's also truth to the second point, which is we had the three greatest players that want to try to win the right way. There's a factor the coaching. Oh, that's not the quote I want to get to. The quote is we now have some incredible potential. We have a bridge to the future. When you can do both those things at once, it's magic. And it's it's Lacob discussing the two timeline plan and how they wanted to do that, uh, and in some ways at the expense of Steph Curry. I don't know. I, let me let me take it back a step because I, I don't have the right quote in front of me. Was anything in this article really surprising to you? So I was literally going to ask you that. Why do you think this article was written? <laughs> let me take it another step back. Well, why did this come out today? Warriors, Warriors drive traffic, baby. <laughs> I'm I just I'm with you. I, I, this is nothing that our I think listeners don't know. Right? I, I think, hey, look, these guys messed up the two timelines. They shouldn't have done it. Not happy about it. Joe Lacob really wants to win, but he thinks he's smarter than he is. Type type of stuff. So, yeah, I, I'm just curious. I felt like you would know. 
you know, just what why the Warriors pop this one now out. That's a, that's that's an interesting. Days. That is an interesting question because let, let me give the synopsis for for people who haven't read it yet without giving away the whole article. The article is kind of talking about how Lakeup wanted this grand plan of we're going to draft these superstars and develop and we're never going to be bad. And it's going to be this whole two timeline thing. And it's a lot of people around the team who are like, man, that's pretty arrogant to think you can do that. You probably should have been locked in on trying to maximize Steph Curry's prime instead of trying to get too cute and do too many things. I think my favorite quote in the whole piece was the one about the Chicago bulls where someone goes, can you remember one player the Bulls developed in the mid-90s that helped carry them when Michael Jordan was gone? I, it's a fair point, you know? Like, the, the Bulls were locked into winning until they weren't locked in. And they didn't they didn't try to draft uh, the successor to Jordan and prioritize that over just continually winning in general. Um, it it kind of – the article is kind of a pointed criticism at Lake of yeah, Kind of – it kind of came across like someone saying you should have listened to Steve Kerr and Steph Curry a little more the entire way. Um, And if I had to guess, it kind of felt like someone who was trying to make sure Steve gets extended properly. Whoa. That's kind of the way I'm reading it. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's, maybe that's me reading too much into Steve leaves here. But there was some Kerr quotes that were quite fascinating in here where he goes, Steve's never been hesitant to play anyone. It's more about being ready to play the way we play, which is unique. Steve's job is to win games. If guys are ready in a position to help, he'll play them, which is, again, pointing at stuff we knew, which is they pick guys who were either just terrible players like James Wiseman or like Kumingo, where you're like, dude, it's gonna take him two years to figure it out. Minimum, and it took to him two and a half out, right? years to figure it out. And it did take him two years to figure it out, and that sort of stuff. And when you're looking at all the stuff, and you're going, could it have been done different to maximize everything? Uh, it does kind of read like the Steve Kerr, Steph Curry, uh, that whole camp being like, yeah, we won a title in 2022, but we won in spite of you, dude. Not because, of, not because of you. You I, know, I do think. As, as you're talking through it, I think that argument, quote unquote, and it might just be winner. Oh, they're all winners at the end. They are all winners at the end because mm-hmm. all these guys have won four titles together. But I do think maybe the argument between Steve Kerr and Joe Lacob maybe does come down to Kaminga. If Kaming- how good can Kaminga be? Because if Kaminga's just going to be, you know, like a good above average player, like if he just ends up being Aaron Gordon, then I, I think you could say Steve Kerr's he was probably right. Like, just get me guys that I like playing. There's a reason why Pajemski's playing 30 minutes a game right now as a rookie. Um, and, and Kaminga didn't. It's because Kaminga plays the way that Steve Kerr likes. Um, but if Kaminga fulfills the potential that Joe Lacob and certainly a lot of people in the organization think he has, and he ends up being like a bigger Jimmy Butler, I don't know. Say I'm just throwing shit out there, like a bigger Jimmy Butler, then you could sure. say, you know, it was worth it. The, the, the two years was work it, worth it. Um, and I, so I think it comes down to, to Kaminga. Um, but I, 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 how about this? I tweeted this this morning. Lake up had a few quotes in there. Not, not anything new, kind of just saying, you know, we're always going to try to win, uh, blah, 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 blah. He does his huge, usual, you know, usual selling stuff. 
Can you tell he's raised money in the past? <laughs> he's really good at it. Um, it. It always tickles me when people are so angry about Joe Lacob. Like, oh, he should have done this. He should have done that. I'm, I'm going to tell you something, man. We've been fans of teams and organizations. You've been fans of organizations in Oakland. I've been fans of the teams in San Francisco. We've seen some shitty owners. You know, right now there are some shitty owners uh, <laughs> that own the A's. Uh, not as bad as, uh, you know, uh, Giants not as bad as the A's. Maybe the Niners in the past. Joe Lacob is one of the best owners that we've yeah. seen in the Bay Area ever. Yeah. Cares. I mean, cares. And, and so to piggyback off that, there's one name that wasn't mentioned in this article. <laughs> oh. uh, the architect, the dynasty, Bob Myers. I love I love that he's now like that's his branding the architect it, I don't know it's, it's, it sounds kind of cool right um, he, from Bobby <laughs> it's it's not hard for me to read this and be like Bob's getting some shots at Joe because he's mad at the way everything went down right so I don't know if that's the case but that's the way I'm reading it and I will say this about my lake the lake of point you're making. As time goes on, I just end up more mad at Bob Myers than Joe Lacob <laughs> for the way everything played out. Um, because I don't expect the 65-year-old venture capitalist to know everything there is to know about basketball. I expect his incredibly well-paid president of basketball operations to be the person who gets in front of him and says, this won't work. James Wiseman is a bad idea. These mm. are bad ideas. Mm. And it's easy to say it four years later as we're looking at it down the line. So I'm willing to say, like, that's also kind of hindsight bias on my point. But look, man, they did end up trading Wiseman. They did end up doing multiple moves that indicate that Lakeham's not as inflexible as he can sometimes appear to be. <laughs> I kind of feel like, like to your point, shocker guy who who owns a sports team wants to be involved. Like that's just life. That's not changing with any owner. You need to just surround him with better people. And so that's kind of where I'm at. He's uh he's committed to to this team, and I, I don't know. I, I look at the Giants. I don't know, man. They they're not committed to winning. Come on. And like you look, you look at there's it's not many sports not buying are buying like Tristan that. Beck breakout. Like, dude, their their salary, their payroll is middle of the road for a team that's worth. The Giants are not a and not a poor organization. You know this. You know the real estate down 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 there that they own. They are not a poor organization. They are they are cheap. And so it's like, uh, and then honestly, that's across baseball. So it's not it's not really just the Giants. Just baseball owners. I mean, just a lot of owners are cheap. It's just how it is, man. It's just cheap owners everywhere. They're just worried about profit. They don't care about winning. It's worried about making money game over game. And uh, that's not that's not really, that's not really Joe Lacob. He cares about making money for sure, but it feels like he cares about winning first. At least it's always shown that way. And, dude, he fucks up all the time, and we've seen it. But I don't know. I'd rather have that than go root for a guy that, that, he, that would probably just not pay the tax. Probably would have been like, okay, we're not signing Clay, or we're not trading for Wiggins. We're not keeping the CP3 slot open because we don't want to trade for something. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he could have kind of yeah. cut for a long, and I'm not again. I'm not, damn, I just spent like five minutes defending Lacob. I just, 
know, sometimes I get a little annoyed. People are just always, you know, you do this, you do worse than this. It's just like, ah, guys, what are we? And, and here's where I'm at. They made a mistake. You and I called it out in real time. I don't care to victory lap about how I was right. Although every one of you who disagreed with me should apologize. My email address is in my bio. Send the apology. Um, I'm, I'm beyond it. They traded Wiseman for nothing <laughs> to get back GP2, who apparently doesn't wash his hands, so he gets sick every other week for no reason. Now they have, you know, they paid Wiggins and Poole after they won a title, and that kind of blew up in their face for a period of time, too. Poole more than Wiggins, but both of them have not lived up to their contracts to date no boy uh, again one worse than the other but you know the point stands wiggins is back on the up so you know but again I'll let benched it go in washington <laughs> yeah My and goodness. and so we'll see what they do this offseason because this roster feels incomplete right now they do finally have a little flexibility this offseason to do a few things but i i, I guess i guess my main point is i don't expect owners to not be involved like i don't expect him not to be involved so i kind of just look at it through the lens of are you making the right decisions and we'll, we'll see we'll see where they go yeah that. i mean it's a big off season big you just you just kind of hinted, hinted at the end there mm-hmm. it's a big off season um what are you going to do with the the cp3 contract and uh, how much are they going to sign clay for it is really what it is it's uh, and it's it's really not just that it's do they extend kuminga do they, which they probably should, do which they, they will. Come on. do they use it to your point? Do they use the flexibility they're gaining with contracts coming off of the book to remaneuver and like get a different impact? Cause this is the first off season. They'll have some tangible flexibility, you know, yeah. and a lot of picks lot and of picks. they gave a, and, and after 2024, they don't really owe anyone picks. So do they move picks to get other players? Like there's yeah. a lot of things they could do. This, and we'll see. We'll see. Uh, I do agree with you. Like the takeaway from it is nothing we didn't know. The dude <laughs> eats, sleeps, and whatever's win. And also, he thinks he's a little more of a basketball savant than he is and needs to be safe sure. for himself a little more than he does. I think the uh, pretty interesting you bring up the Bob Myers. Do you think if Bob Myers came to Joe Lacob, uh, in 2020 and said, Hey, listen, we cannot go with James Wiseman. We, just, we I know you love him. He's big, he speaks Chinese and all that fun stuff, but we can't do it. We, we got to draft and it's like, okay, we can't go with LaMelo because Steve Carr hates him. All right. But we got to go and trade back and we got to go get like in a Kongwu. Tyrese, or, or Tyrese God forbid Tyrese Halliburton. Yes. <laughs> um, do you think Lake up goes for it? And I think to your point, like, Maybe, maybe actually, like I don't. It's definitely not a no. I think League of I think so. Like, yeah, right. Because that's, that's your point. That's your at point. this point, how many different versions of the 2020 draft story have you heard, like privately? Like well, you, I, I know because I'm on the same. Like at least I know it. You know it because you told me it. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard a lot of versions of it, and they all come back to, you know, Steve didn't like Lamelo. Um, and they were uncomfortable with this, and they thought Wiseman was the safest compromise for everyone, which turned out to be the wrong way to go about it. So I don't know. You know, I think he could have turned some heads there. I think things 
things are tough. Things change, but whatever. Right. You know. Yeah, we'll we'll move along here, just like back. We'll move sure. along. I, I I don't have that much passion for this topic, just because I feel like we did two fucking seasons on it. You know, two years like, on it. I'm just ready to move on. I'm ready for the next thing. So we we got the next. We got pods and Kaminga now. Baby. We won. We won. It's it's. I'm gonna pull it up right now. The the reality of the matter is, Andy Lou, Santos Fandiari, were correct. Yeah, we won. Right. You were right. And I don't need to rub that in your faces anymore. But again, written apologies. <laughs> if you came into our mentions and made quasi racist comments about how we don't know basketball, now would be a good time to you know just be like, hey, sorry, I assumed you didn't know what you're talking about. Anyway. It's a different conversation. I won. <laughs> All right. <laughs> should we get to the goons? I think we should get to Let's the goons go. a little bit. There we go. It's been a while for the goons for me. I, I missed the goons. Let's go. Yeah, someone said, y'all been podcasting about the Warriors for nine years. Golly, it's been nine years. I don't think it's been nine. So that's what it someone said. It, it has been. Someone actually. said nine years, man. 2015. Dude, I'm, I'm in like think- denial of my age, what year it is. I'm in so many things. Anyway, <laughs> Will. Let's get let's get we got an OG leading off. Will Decker, what's up, man? Wow, been a while, I think. Yes, what's good, fellas? How are we doing? There we go. Up, good mood, feeling good about this team. Mood mood is on the up. How are you doing? I'm doing great, man. I'm feeling. I mean, anytime you can beat the Lakers, LeBron or not, it is so satisfying to the fabric of any being. It's it's fantastic. One thing I got to comment on, though, man. Yes, we whiffed on Wiseman. Yes, it sucks that we whiffed on Wiseman. Weirdest draft ever, though. 2020, you can't work out anybody. The guy played four games. Ultimately, mistake. What I can't do, though, is I can't complain about our owner that's paying, like, 200 300 million extra a year just to try to keep this thing rolling. Like, that's the type of guy. I mean, is he quirky? Is he weird? Yes. I'm not the biggest fan of the person that I've seen, but, I mean, outside of Eddie DeBartolo... This is probably the best owner the Bay Area has ever had, if I'm being 100% honest. I can't He's, complain with the guy, you know? Honestly, like, for, for those of us uh, old enough to remember, like, he is Eddie <laughs> D, for better or worse, right? Like, it, it's the same It's the same thing. Eddie was just as uh, bombastic. There's, like, stories about how, like, he tried to fire Bill Walsh, like, so many times. And Carmen Policy had to, like, you don't know what you like. You need to you, take a laugh, sleep on it a little bit. You, you don't want to fire your Hall right. of Fame coach right now. You know, that's so. awesome. Eddie, do you seem a little cooler though? Like he'd go out and like party with the players. It sounded like Lakeup tries to do that, but like I'm sure Steph kind of he's like, hey, buddy, let's uh, you're not coming with me tonight. You know what I mean? It's kind of one of those things, but I don't know. <laughs> I love Lakeup for how invested he is in trying to make this team competitive. I mean, let's be honest, man. I watched game. 2022 finals uh, highlights. Jordan Poole was amazing in that first quarter with 21 points. Listen, he's never been a superstar. Do we overpay him for 140 million? He's the perfect sixth man. And he lost his confidence because his teammate knocked his ass out in the freaking practice last year. I mean, like, have you ever been to a job where you have to show up every day where a guy knocks you out? Like, that probably affects you in the workplace. I'm just going to say that. Like, yeah, he lost his confidence because his big brother on the team swung on him, and he just has never been the same since. But he was right, man. We've seen that version of Poole. And listen, Wiggins, 
I don't think he loves basketball. It sucks. But don't let you distract, like, don't let that distract you, man, from the fact that he outplayed, he sunned Jason Tatum in that finals. You kind of have to pay him after that. And he took a discount compared to what he could have gotten, in my opinion. So, listen, I, I'm not saying we're perfect, but I'm also saying every dynasty ends ugly, man. And, like, well, I think we got a couple of years left in this if we do things smartly. What do we expect, man? You know what I mean? Like, this is one of the greatest runs in the history of American sports. Like, we got to enjoy this team. Yeah. Yeah. I'm bummed about I'm bummed about Clay. He sucked tonight. But he's also probably the second best warrior of the last 50 years. And I want to see him in a Warriors jersey moving forward. So that's what I got, guys. Big win coming out of the All-Star break. Let's keep this momentum going. I need Kaminga to be the Kaminga he was for that three to, you know, five-week stretch. If we get that version, hey, man, let's get the sixth seed. That's all I got to say. Go Dubs. Appreciate you, Will. Good call. Strong. We need, we, need, we need more, Will. We need more. Come back again. Strong. Strong call, my friend. Good man. Um, yeah, no, I mean, it's like we can litigate to death, but it's just like feeling positive about the direction right now. Now I got Tatiana up here to, to, to pour some cold water on my head. Tatiana, you got to put on headphones, I think. I think that's what we're going to have you do from now on because we love having you on, but we're trying to talk to you, you know, instead of uh, – Instead of hearing the echo. All right. So the one thing I will say, uh, the culture bowl, that's when we should do the payment for the bet. All right. That's the one thing I wanted to say. All right. Talk to you guys later. Wait, wait, wait. Which one? wait what's, what's the culture bowl? What, what, am I, what am I missing? Which one's the I should know the answer to that. I should know the answer. To that. Oh, my. Oh, there we go. Oh. So we both got to so we both have to wear Wiseman jerseys on stream. Is that what's up? By the way, I got to look that one up. Miami Warriors uh, March 26th. It. Yeah, it's an appropriate amount of time. Uh, it's like the Persian New Year. I really don't want to hang bring in the Persian New Year wearing a Wiseman jersey. That's just that feels disrespectful. So the, the Giants have a month to pay Chapman $100 million. It, no, it's already over, man. It's oh over. my. It's over. God. We both lost. We both lost. We're, We're just going to have to admit to it. We both lost. Honestly, we deserve to lose. Honestly, deserve it. So I thought I thought I was getting I thought I was getting Caruso at the deadline. I was going to try to like negotiate Would Caruso that. Have won you the bet? Yeah, I was going to say what technically not. He not a high enough salary. So, but I would I would have been ready to argue it. <laughs> ABJ, I mean, I didn't, even, I didn't even try arguing Solaire. So, I mean, come on. That's half of the $100 million. Not for Caruso. All right, who do we got? BJ. Hey, what's up, guys? How you guys doing? Uh, you hanging in there. What's up, man? So, uh, last time I called in, uh, it was against Denver, right? When they oh, blew God. that game. So, yeah, things changed. <laughs> um, And so, I have couple of takes since then it's glad happy to see Kaminga turning things around I uh I think Andy you mentioned uh for the worst to be good uh this season Kaminga needs to take a step up so is that still your take do you still think Warriors have a shot with Kaminga playing well you know I I think 
so he's taken a step up. I, I think the threading the needle, I think before the season, one of the big ones that I had, one of the big takes was, look, if, if the Warriors aren't going to, to win the championship or be in the championship, Kaminga's got to look like a guy that can help them win the next championship. I Honestly, I wouldn't say he's there yet, but also he's taken a leap. It's yeah. really hard to take the leap all the way there. It's like it's basically Kawhi. But um, I think there's a couple levels up from where he is now for me to say after the season, like, hey, that's the man. I mean, right, it's just, I think tonight, for also, example, it's like you got, you know, got it offensively, maybe a little more little more versatile, right? Like mid-range game, defensively, all that stuff. Again, I just think it's going to take longer for him to get there, but it's promising. It's yeah. promising because they're not, they're not going to win the championship, but it is promising that next season we're going to get a way better version of Kaminga and Bajemski. I think that's and please for the love of God, no more first round picks because they don't have one. So it's just like it's like it's those two guys are going to be thirty minute players next season. I, I think at least that's probably the takeaway you you get out of it because you're not trading either of them either, not going anywhere unless you're getting. I don't know. Yeah, I I agree with. That. I also I feel like it's it's worth noting like a lot of like if Kuminga takes a step, they're a contender. Assumed Clay was not going to take a step backwards. Wiggins was not going to take a step backwards. So, like, context, it, Looney wasn't going to take a step backwards. So, like, oh boy, there's a lot of moving parts in this whole thing. But like, I, I can't be unhappy with with where Kuminga is at right now. Yep. I feel like yep. he, this is this is what I thought he would. This is what I thought it's like an upside scenario of what he could be this year. Yeah, cool. no, I I agree. Especially especially if Wiggins if Wiggins stepping up, then that's also another key. Mm-hmm. Key point. Cool. Um, one of your pods, uh, podcasts. Um, I forgot which one, but one of you guys were was uh, hating on Shams with his leather jacket. Which one was it, Andy or was it Sam? Probably both of us. <laughs> Bro, you guys need to pay him some respect. When <laughs> when we when we find out that he's dating Kay Adams, that's I was gonna that's say where the, no. that's where the respect will come from. But for now, he might. Bro, be that home. Riz game is on point. Do you see the shoes he got her? Yeah, I Ooh. think that's a staged social media event. I think he's doing that <laughs> to make himself look like a human. He's watched. He's watched Woj. Know, he's like, I don't want to be the, seen as a robot like that. Uh, here's here's a mill. Kay, flirt with me on TV so people think <laughs> I'm real. Oh, I'm not man. buying any of it. I'm gonna need not until I see, not until I see uh, TMZ release photos of them on a date they didn't want out there. Am I buying anything? <laughs> I'm not. I'm. I'm and sure. Even no that will be staged. To the leather jacket. Even no that will be staged. A fellow brown man, Sam. How are you gonna hit on Shams like that, brother? Yeah. Uh, you know, you're hardest on those you love the most. <laughs> <laughs> BJ, I love you. Thanks for calling in, man. That's good. That's good. All right, we we got Aussie coming up next. All right, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Oh, two slabs of meat on the AV. All right. What's up, brother? All right, mate. There we go. What's up, man? It's Friday. I got to get the barbie cranking, so that's why the meat's there. (laughs) But uh, yeah, usually I listen to your pod for a long, long time. First time uh, calling in. Uh, but yeah, it's Friday Friday afternoon. Work's finished, so uh, now's the right time. Couple of points I wanted to make. Wow, I've been listening to you guys. I could say so many things, but like the whole blaming Draymond for pool going down the sink, I I don't buy it. 
Like, he he got hit in the preseason. He played a couple of games after that. I think you go back and look at it. He played fine. As soon as he got the contract, the effort, then he was just not interested in playing real basketball anymore. That was it. Uh, and then we have uh, uh, the two-timeline thing and uh, uh, the getting these, like, development players. I, like, this is... This used to get brought up all the time, but the whole like Draymond uh, 16 game players, you know, had to like pick 16 yeah. game players. Like, you know, I think they got burnt with Jacob Evans, who just uh, didn't quite work out. But uh, yeah, and then they just went so far the other way that they just, uh, yeah, we're not going to get those 16 game players anymore. And I just think that, you know, they reverted to uh, trying to get like untapped talent. And yeah, that didn't, yeah. With Kaminga, it might work out, but with, you know, a few others, it didn't. Anyway, thanks, boys. Have a good hour. Appreciate you. Have a great one, my man. Dude, is there a better feeling than, than late after Friday afternoon? Just, just, just good. I know, I'm watching that. I'm like, God, can it be Friday afternoon? And I know, dude. Maybe I want a barbecue. It's been raining all week. So I, my mind's not in the barbecue thing, but like, it does yeah. sound very nice, right? Are you a, are you a barbecue guy? Or do you, do you cook the meat usually? Of course. Of course. Uh, yeah, I'm not. I don't bar so like I don't have a good grill. Like on like I like I live in a condo, so like the patio isn't amazing for grilling. Like it can do a little You guys bit got open thing. space, like electric grill or something? Yeah, it's it's not it's not great. Anyway, okay, not great. um it's it's noted, but I say we I said we end it there. We we can we can do barbecue takes later. Light years, Australia. We'll see you guys on Sunday night. Appreciate it, bro.